Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education, director of Go Teach Global, and author of the book, Men Alive. When it comes to men in the Bible, Jim, what life lessons can we learn from Samson? Great question. Let's consider what the Bible tells us about Samson. First, Paul summarized for us the setting of the story of Samson from the book of Judges, chapters 13 through to 16. Samson was born in Israel during the time of the Judges when the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord allowed them to be under the influence and control of the Philistines for 40 years. Samson's birth was a miracle, as his mother had been unable to bear children for many years. The angel of the Lord appeared to her and said, You shall conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come upon his head, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. So the woman bore a son and called his name Samson. And the child grew, and the Lord blessed him, and the Spirit of the Lord began to move upon him. The Bible says Samson was born when the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. Does that sound familiar? When Samson was ready to marry, he had an attraction to the daughter of a Philistine. His parents were concerned and said, Is there no woman among the daughters of your brethren or among all my people that you must go and get a wife from the uncircumcised Philistines? But Samson did what he desired. He wanted that Philistine girl. While visiting the father of his bride-to-be, we get an insight into the physical strength of Samson. The Bible says, A young lion came roaring against him, and the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and he tore the lion apart as one would have torn apart a young goat, though he had nothing in his hand. Later, Samson found a swarm of bees and honey in the carcass of the lion and posed a riddle for the wedding guests. Out of the eater came something to eat, and out of the strong came something sweet. The loser had to pay thirty clothing outfits to the winner when the seventh day was over. But the Philistines could not figure out the riddle, so they said to Samson's wife, Entice your husband that he may explain the riddle to us, or else we will burn you and your father's house with fire. On the seventh day he told her, because she pressed him so much. Then she explained the riddle to her people. So the men of the city said to Samson on the seventh day, before the sun went down, What is sweeter than honey, and what is stronger than a lion? And he said to them, If you had not plowed with my heifer, you would not have solved my riddle. We are beginning to see some of the character qualities of this man, Samson. He is strong-willed and physically strong. He knows what he wants, but he has a temper that can get out of control. The story continues. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson mightily, and he went down to Ashkelon and killed thirty of their men, took their apparel, and gave the changes of clothing to those who had explained the riddle. So his anger was aroused, and he went back up to his father's house. And Samson's wife had been given to his companion, who had been his best man. When Samson discovers his wife was given to another man, he lost more than his temper. He became violent. Look at what happens next when anger gets out of control. 
Samson went and caught three hundred foxes, and he took torches, tied the foxes tail to tail, and put a torch between each pair of tails. When he had set the torches on fire, he let the foxes go into the standing grain of the Philistines, and burned up both the shocks and the standing grain, as well as the vineyards and the olive groves. Then the Philistines said, Who has done this? And they answered, Samson, the son-in-law of the Timnite, because he has taken his wife and given her to his companion. So the Philistines came up and burned her and her father with fire. Samson said to them, Since you would do a thing like this, I will surely take revenge on you. God now uses the violent response of the Philistines to accomplish his sovereign will. God heard the prayers of the people and planned to deliver the Israelites from the oppression of the Philistines, but God needed a person to accomplish his task. And at this moment, Samson was his instrument. But the people were not ready to accept Samson as their leader. Listen to what happened. Then three thousand men of Judah went down to Samson and said to him, We've come down to arrest you, that we may deliver you into the hands of the Philistines. So they bound him with two new ropes and brought him up from the rock. When he came to Lehi, the Philistines came shouting against him. Then the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and the ropes that were on his arms became like flax that is burned with fire, and they fell from his wrists. He found a jawbone from a recently killed donkey, picked it up, and killed a thousand men with it. A thousand Philistine men, dead, killed with a jawbone of a donkey. This man, Samson, had amazing physical strength and stamina, but morally, Samson is addicted to fornication. Chapter 16 says, Now Samson went to the town of Gaza and spent the night with a prostitute there. When the Gazites were told, Samson has come here, they surrounded the place and waited for him all night at the gate of the city. They were quiet all night, saying, In the morning when it is daylight, we will kill him. Samson stayed in bed only until midnight. Then he got up, took hold of the doors of the gate of the town, including the two gate posts, pulled them up, bar and all, and put them on his shoulders and carried them to the top of the hill that faces Hebron. That's some feat of strength to walk off with the city gates on your shoulders. You are listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham. This week we are offering a special document titled Life Lessons from Samson. Order your free copy by emailing Dr. Jim at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. I heard a Scottish preacher one time speaking to a group of Christian men who were all pastors. He said, Men, each of you are the Lord's anointed. He bought you with the blood of his son. He redeemed you from the slave market of sin. And he made you as his anointed to obey and serve him. Then he added, We have an adversary who moves about in the heavens looking down for men who are the Lord's anointed. And the adversary knows how to get through to them by using a woman who wants to get near the Lord's anointed. Now some listening began to laugh as if to say, No way, not me. I'm not handsome. I'm not well built. I'm not strong. No woman would be interested in me. And then Pastor Moore said with his best Scottish brogue, Men, listen to me. Ye can be short, ye can be fat, and ye can be bald. You're the Lord's anointed, and the adversary's after you. 
Soon thereafter, it happened that Samson loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. And the rulers of the Philistines came up to her and said to her, Entice him and find out where his great strength lies, and by what means we may overpower him, so that we may bind him to afflict him, and every one of us will give you eleven hundred pieces of silver. So Delilah said to Samson, Please tell me where your great strength lies, and with what you may be bound to afflict you. And Samson said to her, If they bind me with seven fresh bowstrings, not yet ride, then I shall become weak and like any other man. So the rulers of the Philistines brought up to her seven fresh bowstrings, not yet dried, and she bound him with them. Now men were lying in wait, staying with her in the room, and she said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he broke the bowstrings as a strand of yarn breaks when it touches fire, so the secret of his strength was not known. This happened three times, and she continued to torment him daily with her nagging until he was sick to death of it. Finally, Samson shared his secret with her and said, No razor has ever come upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite to God from my mother's womb. If I am shaven, then my strength will leave me, and I shall become weak and be like any other man. When Delilah realized he had finally told her the truth, she sent and called for the rulers of the Philistines, saying, Come up once more, for he has finally told me his secret. So the rulers of the Philistines came up to her and brought the money in their hands. Then she lulled Samson to sleep with his head in her lap, and called in a man who had him shave off the seven locks of his hair. In this way she began to bring him down, and his strength left him. And she cried out, The Philistines have come to capture you, Samson. When he woke up, he thought, I will do as before and shake myself free. But he did not realize that the Lord had left him. Then the Philistines took him and gouged out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza, where he was bound with bronze chains and forced to grind grain in the prison. But before long, his hair began to grow back. What a tragedy. First, that Samson was morally weak. Second, that he did not discern that the power of God had left him when his hair was cut. But God was not finished with Samson. The Philistine rulers held a great festival offering sacrifices and praisings to their god Dagon. They said, Our god has delivered our enemy Samson to us. Half drunk by now, the people demanded, Bring out Samson so he can amuse us. So he was brought out from the prison to amuse them, and they had him stand between the pillars supporting the roof. Then Samson said to the young servant leading him by the hand, Put my hands against the pillars that support the temple so that I can rest on them. The temple was completely filled with people. All the rulers of the Philistines were there, about three thousand men and women on the roof who were watching while Samson amused them. Then Samson prayed to the Lord, saying, O Lord God, remember me, I pray. Strengthen me, I pray, just this once, O God, that I may with one blow pay back the Philistines for the loss of my two eyes. And Samson put his hand on the two center pillars that supported the temple, and he braced himself against them, one on his right and the other on his left. Then Samson prayed, Let me die with the Philistines. And he pushed with all his might, and the temple crashed down on the rulers and all the people. So he killed more people when he died than he had during his entire lifetime. Samson had judged Israel twenty years. What a story. What can we learn from Samson's life? Samson represents humankind in his weakness. 
His life reminds us that undisciplined passions lead eventually to a downfall. Disregard for God's laws do not bring happiness or peace. We learn that anger and revenge are a destructive human response to a wrong. Samson was an angry man and spent his energy doing harm to those who had wronged him. If we do not forgive, we become like the person we hate. Samson's temper landed him in more trouble. Temper complicates relationships, but never corrects them. We learn that every person's actions affect other people as well. A gifted person doesn't necessarily accomplish their full potential. Anyone, though, with a desire to serve and love God can accomplish what God considers great things. There you have it, men. Let's make our life count by being obedient to God's Word. Don't forget to ask for a copy of Life Lessons from Samson, requested at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. Visit our website at goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks, on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to become Men Alive, transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. 